Welcome to Artsman and Bites. In this episode, we chat to Jamie Bretman, the co-founder of the Australian circus group Dummies Corp, about their latest show, The Dumtectives and Cirque Noir, part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Jamie spoke about their career in circus, the creative process behind the performances, and how circus and the film noir genre are intertwined within the show. How did you first get into circus performing? I used to do lots of little things. Like I did little bits of gymnastics growing up, but just for fun on the side. Um, And then I, I mean, I learned to juggle when I was about 12. um, And I've always had a fascination with magic and tricks and all this sort of thing. Um, And I guess after high school, I started, I went, I traveled in, in, in Europe and I stumbled across a juggling shop and I bought a few different juggling props. So I bought some juggling clubs and a juggling hat. Um, and I also went to a magic shop and bought some some cards, some like magic cards. And so I ended up just basically traveling and playing with these things and acquiring these skills and then found out that there's actually like circus clubs. So I ended up going to like juggling clubs and circus clubs. And all of a sudden you're just engrossed in the community of circus folk. Um, and having done like theater and performing all through high school, I just kind of organically ended up going, oh, I can do these things with this thing uh, and started performing. Um, and I first probably started doing fire twirling and was doing shows at festivals and things like that. And then one thing kind of led to the next and I ended up training at different circus schools full-time for about five years. Um, and just, yeah, honing in on the things that I loved, the skills and a lot of what I did was is clowning and physical comedy and mime as well as acrobatics and, and other things. Um, and then I met uh, Jack Coleman and Simon Wright at NICA the National Institute of Circus Arts in Melbourne. And when we all graduated together, we decided to make a show which was called Trash Test Dummies, which was a show based around the humble household wheelie bin. And it was all clowning and slapstick and stuff. And it just, it basically took off, which we didn't really anticipate, but we ended up touring all over the world with it. It's toured for about eight years all up. It's been critically acclaimed, won a bunch of awards. Uh, And then we ended up making a second show called Splash Test Dummies. And we... There was still a demand for the first show, Trash Test Army, so we ended up replacing ourselves and hiring other acrobats to fill that role and perform that show while we were on tour doing Splash Test Army. So we now had two shows going at once, and then we decided that it was a really good idea as a producing company to make another show, uh, which is called Don't Mess With The Dummies, which we uh, basically made an all-female show. So we had a big audition process and hired three women that are strong and funny and great. Then we decided, so they're all family-friendly shows, uh, and we have now, we decided we want to make an adult show. And so the cast that have we hired to do Trash Test Dummies, we've ended up making the new show with them. So they have been touring Trash Test Dummies for about two years. And and now they're, they're premiering The Dumb Detectives and Cirque Noir. Which- Did you just kind of fall into creating Dummies Corp? Not really fall into it, but you you saw a demand there and you kept going with it. To be honest, when we first made our first show, we just wanted to make something that we loved and so we spent a lot of time going, we spent the, the creation process being like, what skills do we want to put in it? What's important to us? And a big thing about what was important to me and to all of us was that it was about the audience experience and what they get out of it. So we spent a lot of time. That's why we do like, we're such big fans of comedy because it's right there. And we do a lot of interaction, um, interactivity with the audience, which we can't do at the moment because of COVID. So we've had to actually cut back on a lot of the stuff that we normally do. And also making this new show, we knew that in advance, so we didn't have any of it in. So it's actually, it's still interactive, as interactive as it can be, but with the COVID restrictions, a little bit more um, complicated. Uh, but yeah, the main thing was about 
doing what we loved and it just sort of when we first made the, sh the first show we didn't know it was a kid's show until people came to us and said oh you've got no nudity and you've got no swearing so you're a family show and so uh that became our kind of market and we just kept basically just kept touring it and kept booking things and kept finding ways of making more things happen and now we've grown to the dummies empire which is basically me at my computer in my bedroom <laughs> to <laughs> make things happen but yeah there was definitely i don't think we ever really anticipated it being what it is now but we definitely spent time when we get to a certain every time we get to a certain point where we are happy with something we kind of don't get complacent we kind of go what do you guys want to try next and we take really big financial risks creative risks um and we just kind of give it a go and hope for the best and also because of the position we're in and the privilege that we have we really want to be able to extend that to the rest of our community so we're really trying that's why we made an all-female show because we were three guys and we wanted to employ more women in our company so we did that um we try and employ female techs as well so we have um yeah we have that going on and yeah every time we get to yeah, like I said, somewhere that we're not sure what's next. We kind of go, let's take some risk and just do something and see what happens. Can you describe your new show to us? Uh, Dumb Detectives in Cirque Noir, a film noir inspired circus comedy show, which has a variety of different skill sets in it. So circus is kind of the major one, but clowning is a huge part of this show. So without it, it would, we wouldn't have the narrative. So it's narrative driven storytelling with clowning and slapstick, but it's for an adult audience. So there's things like boylesque in it there's dick jokes there's drug references drug and alcohol references um it's it's rated ma 15 plus uh so younger people can see it but it's yeah it's definitely not for kids um and it has kind of something in it for everyone it's 60 minutes it's got sound effects and lighting and lots and lots of laughs and unexpected things and it kind of draws on some i guess old school clowning and classic gags but makes them puts them into a contemporary form it's also lip syncing and dancing and big costumes and all sorts of things going on well and and being able to be a circus show that actually has a narrative that we follow from start to finish is is really exciting and you don't really see much of that these days how did you decide to intertwine the film noir genre with circus that's definitely something that we've tried to work really hard to do is fit the circus in with the narrative and and the theme of Cirque Noir I think that they kind of go hand in hand I guess there's some kind of element where like people kind of or used to maybe think circus and kind of like big band jazz go together or that kind of showy thing and I think having 1940s 50s music has that could could lend itself well to what we see as circus but I think the skill is in taking the thing that we decided and maybe breaking what people actually think and intertwining the circus skills into that that narrative and theme and we the theme was literally just one of the performers that I really liked the idea of circ of film noir. Let's do that. And everyone said, yeah, I like that. And then we just started brainstorming what that would be and how we would fit the skills in and what costumes would be and what the characters are. And we spent a lot of time working on, on the characters to make sure that they're really defined. What is the creative process to developing a dummies corp show? So we try to work usually on about an eight week process, which probably turned into a 12 week process. Um, however, we did our first kind of look into this show about two years ago. We spent a week, we went and did a residency in Clunes and we spent four days or five days and we kind of came up with about 20 minutes of a show and had some rough ideas. And some of that stuff has actually made it into the show, which is great. We were meant to do some other things 
and then COVID hit. And so we spent most of COVID writing and like talking to each other and trying to write as much of the acts as we possibly can and, and work out our characters. So it really gave us an opportunity to think about what it is that we wanted to make. I mean, that can only go so far. It's not till you hit the ground that you actually really are making stuff and um, have to, yeah, find out what works and what's realistic. But yeah, it's been a bit, it's been a process. So we spent six weeks, we did Monday to Friday, nine to five. That included doing all of our like photo shoots so we can get our promo material up and stuff like that. We already had a few things written. So I reckon it was probably more like 10 weeks, but over two years. Yeah, it's a really hard question to answer how long things take because you kind of work with the time frame that you have. So if we only had four weeks, we would probably do things differently. But no matter how long you have, you're always spending the last few days going, we're not quite there yet. Quick. <laughs> yeah, you know. I got some audience questions for you that was submitted on the Instagram page. First one is, what's your favorite act to perform? I have a clowning act, which is a love story between myself and an audience member. And it actually, I have this balloon love heart and the balloon love heart has a mind of its own and it pulls me around the stage and onto the audience and it goes to the wrong people. And then I fall in love with a woman, bring her up on stage and then, which we can't do in COVID. Um, and she's holding my balloon and I end up making her a little balloon ring. And then I basically propose to her, put the ring on, then I put a veil on her and we go to, to have a kiss. And as we're about to kiss, uh, the balloon pops. So she breaks my heart. And so I blame her for everything. And I take the the veil and the ring back off her and the heart and kick her off stage and then find another heart, which is actually a little small heart. So bringing my little heart back to life. And that heart flies into another audience member and ends up being probably yeah, usually a man who that person was sitting next to and end up getting a little kiss from the man and then I, I go away so that for me and the thing that I enjoy so much about it is that I take the audience on this journey and it's I have them it's this amazing feeling to have the audience like right there in the palm of your hands like breathing with you laughing when you want them to laugh feeling the pain when you want them to feel the pain you know when the balloon pops and it's a, it's a seriously sad moment uh, the audience are kind of shocked for a moment and then I kind of yeah it goes, yeah, just having that, um, I don't like to use the word control because it sounds manipulative, but it, there's an element of like being able to make the audience feel the things you want to make them feel and be there right there with you. Do you think yeah. circus has this unique ability to hold the audience in that way? As you said, in the palm of your hands and you can kind of, and not control their emotions, but you can really gauge where they are and kind of share that journey with them. I think with a lot of traditional kind of circus, you're looking at big skills and it tends to be that the audience will hold their breath because they're, they're actually nervous for the performer's life, you know, like they're doing these high things and you have these moments of like, oh my goodness, you know, and then, then we release. So one of the things I learned a little while ago is that as a comedian, I guess, and doing physical comedy, the, the audience tend to laugh with you and they laugh when they release their breath. So if you can hold their tension with something and make them hold their breath and then release a joke or a punchline, they'll release, they'll relax and it lets the laughter out. So that's a really interesting thing. But when you're doing like, you know, huge stacks and huge acrobatics and things like that, I think a lot of it's just, it's more like, you know, I think there's a lot of thought going on. Like I could never do that. I'm so impressed. There's an element of, of tension from, from the tricks, but I think to really get to working with emotions, you need a little bit more than just the circus skill. You actually need to, to be telling them something or feeling something. I feel like often the music can help that if, if you relate as an audience to the music and the type of music that's playing, then you can definitely have feelings around what's going on. But it's very hard to do an aerial trapeze act that's not just based around sort of like some kind of dancing 
which gives the emotion of what you're trying to convey. But to actually tell a story, it's really difficult, I think. Yeah, which is what we've tried to do in this show is try to give, give as much of the circus narrative and be inv- somehow be there. I feel like there's a little bit of poetic license, I guess. So if you can get into the skills telling the story, then you definitely want to showcase your skills so you kind of can, can get out of that for a second, sort of go, these are all these skills that I can do. I'm going to try and do them within the narrative, but actually also want to show off these cool things that I spent five years learning, you know, and then as, but then you have to keep bringing that back into the, the feeling and the narrative and the things that are going on uh, in order... F- for me anyway, to, to validate it, I guess. And sometimes the other thing is absolutely fantastic as well, just being able to watch a beautiful act that you're impressed by the way the body moves and you're impressed by the musicality and there's, it's a stunning thing and they're doing all these amazing things. I think that's got its, its place as well, but it's not really what I do. Yeah, it really sounds like a balance in this show between the narrative and the circus. Another audience question is, how do you celebrate after a show? Is there a particular ritual you follow? It really depends how long you've been performing a show for. So the show, the new show at the moment, we don't have time to celebrate because we've been, we've got a 10 minute turnaround for something that should take us about 45 minutes to turn around. And then as circus performers, it's really important that we cool down because otherwise the next day we won't be able to move. So it's really like being able to cool down, uh, and then having directors, now you've got director's notes, which can take up to sort of 40 minutes. So you're looking at a few hours. Once you've, by the time you've actually come off stage, packed all the equipment away, all the gear, packed up your makeup, taken your makeup off, cooled down, done notes. Most people just want to go to bed uh, <laughs> because it's it's a lot of work. Like doing, a, doing an hour show of acrobatics and being on, being physical and having adrenaline and all this stuff, it's, it's a lot. We always do like a meet and greet after the show and just hearing all the amazing feedback and the compliments and uh, getting photos with kids or with people. It's, it's actually a, a celebration in itself. Where can the audience find more information about the show and tickets? Uh, you'd have to go to either the Melbourne Comedy Festival website or the Art Centre website to book tickets directly. Basically go to either one of those sites and type in Dumb Detectives in Cirque Noir. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Yay. Thanks for having me.